0: Good morning, welcome to Faith in Morning. Something good is going to happen to you today, so expect miracles. Thank you for starting your day with me. Faith in Morning is to help you start your day with faith and encouragement. That's exactly what's going to happen today. If you haven't already, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. However, you're watching, so glad that you're watching. Share and encourage others to watch as well. We've been talking about over the last several weeks on how to be led by the Spirit of God, how you can hear His voice in your everyday life. It is so important. It's one of the most important things you can learn t- today. But you know something that prevents people from actually doing what the Spirit of God says to the heart and following what the Holy Ghost says? Fear. And I was looking back at a series I shared a couple years ago called Soul Wars. And this part I did, you know, I did it in two parts. It's Soul Wars and then near the end of the series called Soul Wars, The Path to the Dark Side. I'm a Star Wars fan. And one of the things that's on the path to the dark side is fear. You know, in one of the older Star Wars movies, Yoda said, fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering, and that's the path to the dark side. And although it's a movie, it has some very true undertones for everyday life. And I wanna show you this message because I wanna help you overcome fear and live fear-free. You know, we live in this season where, you know, fear is celebrated, everybody's building their fear because of uh, the upcoming October 31st. But you don't have to be a slave to fear. You can overcome every type of fear in your life. So enjoy the message and be free from fear.
1: But the thing is, This is the world we live in right now. And Paul said the end of the times where we live in, it will be dangerous, or in King James, it will be perilous. So although there's danger out there, we teach our kids to be fear free. So no, you don't have to be afraid of going to school. The blood of Jesus covers you. You've got angels. You're protected. You live under Psalms 91 protection. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. That's what you tell them. Every day before you, they leave the house, you put your hands on I plead the blood of Jesus on you. You're going out and you're coming back to me safe, unharmed, unhindered, unharassed. The blood covers you. It's time to actually believe the Bible. And then after you do that in your prayer time, you need to plead the blood of Jesus over your kid's school you need to take your place in the spirit. You need to take your place in the authority of the name of Jesus and I bind every spirit of terrorism. I bind terrorism domestic and foreign. I bind school shootings and theater shootings and mass shootings and church shootings and mass stabbings and drug trafficking and sex trafficking. I bind the spirit behind it. I commission the hand of the Lord upon you and I cause it to fail and Father I pray for those who are in authority. The agencies, the officers, expose these things to them. Make it open. Make it known. Help the officers. Fight for them, with them, assist them and stop these people and bring them to justice expose it jesus that's how you have to pray for your kid's school because you can make all the laws you want to but you can't legalize out a demon you can take away every weapon but if that person is possessed they'll find a way so you can make every law, I'm not into the politics of, well, well should we have more restrictions here, more, more common sense legislation, I'm not talking about that. Let the talking heads run their mouths all day because that's what they do. They can't stop the demons, but you can. See, the Church, of Liv- the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ is the only group on earth that has access to heaven's assistance anytime they want it. The U.S. government can't stop a demon All of our military power cannot stop a baby demon. But if the church actually starts acting like the church and just says, no, 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 you can't come into my neighborhood, no. See, we have to learn how to expand our authority from just our house and start affecting the next house. Faith is great when you learn to work it for you, but it's even better when you learn to work it for somebody else.
0: You have to use your
1: authority. But if you're always afraid, you won't use your authority. You'll get punked by the devil for the rest of
0: your life. You need to use your authority.
1: Hebrews 2.14, that's where we're going. For much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he, Jesus, also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy, that word destroy means to render idle, unemployed, inoperative, him that had the power or the force, might, and dominion of death, that is, the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. The word deliver means to release or set free. The fear of death is the master fear. So imagine this way, there's a chain with many different chains. The big chain, the strongest chain is the fear of death. And the fear of death, the master fear is the master fear that Satan uses to enslave the world. So think about this, people who are afraid of heights. You're not really afraid of heights. You're afraid of falling and dying. People who are afraid of water, you're not afraid of water. You're afraid of sinking and drowning and dying. It's the fear of death that's behind it. So while I'm afraid of not having a job. Well, let's take that a little bit further. You're not just afraid of not having a job because some of you don't want to work in the first place. <laughs> you're not afraid of not having a job. <laughs> you're afraid of not having money. And if you don't have the money, you don't have a place to live. And so you're exposed to the elements and you die or you're afraid not have enough money to eat or drink and then you dehydrate and you starve and you die. So the root of a lot of fear is death. Even people who are afraid of bugs. Now you may not like bugs, I actually don't like bugs. It's different not liking it and being afraid of it. See my wife doesn't like bugs, so she makes me kill them all. And because you know I'm unique, if you know me personally, know I'm just an interesting person. And so when he says, hey, can you go kill this bug? I'm like, well, what happened to all your Beyonce songs? Who won the world? Girls, can you kill the bug? And then I go and kill the bug. But <laughs> there's a difference in not liking something and being afraid of something. So, but when you're afraid of things, the root behind it is you think somehow it's going to kill you. So through the fear of death, Satan enslaves the world. And some of the things people are afraid of are actually when you look at in the light of the scriptures, it is really, really silly. Say, I remember this friend I went on a mission trip with and there was a group of us, and I'm telling you she could cast out devils like it was nothing. She'd just be casting out devils, just dealing with it, just dealing. One time I jumped and said, ooh, can I do it? Because you know, you've been having all the fun casting out devils, I wanna cast out a few. She had it like it's nothing. She got outside and saw a dog and was scared because there's a lot of straight dogs that ran around in that city we're in. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. You just cast out 35 demons, but you're scared of Fido? But when we look at things in the light of the scripture, anything we're afraid of is actually really silly when you consider who lives on the inside of you. Jesus came to render Satan unemployed so that he can no longer hold you as a slave to fear. Fear is an enemy. Fear is an open door to Satan. Fear is a chain. Go to Revelation chapter 21, verse 8. Let's take a little bit further. Fear is not healthy for you. It's also interesting how whole families can be afraid of the same thing. Because you pass down the fear, so you pass
0: down the spirits of fear with it.
1: You see, you know, one of the things when I hear Jeremy Pearson preach about growing up in the house of faith, some of his stories kind of remind me of some of my own. Because I said I grew up in the word of faith, I grew up in faith, and so you know, in the growing up in the house of faith, you're not allowed to cuss, but you weren't allowed to talk fear either. You know, I didn't know. I think I told my parents, we were like, well, what was worse, cussing or saying, I'm afraid? I say, it's not. You know, growing up was kind of equal. See, my parents had the Charles Caps book in their purse or in their pocket growing up. They had the word with them everywhere. And so when, you know, we were kids, you know, kids sometimes have nightmares. Sometimes they wake up afraid. Most kids do. But they didn't like, oh, it's okay. That was nothing. Just go back to bed or you stay in here. That's not how they handled it. So they would wake up with us, and they would turn on. Some days it might be salty. Now, some of you who are newer to the kingdom, if you grew up in the house of faith, you may remember this giant blue singing psalm book. And he would sing these songs of praise. And so there would be some days they would have us watch that. And they said, don't just watch it, sing those words. Get the word in your spirit right now. Sing it with them. Well, they teach us fight fear. Fear's not allowed. Beat it. There were other songs by Carmen, a guy named Carmen. And he had one song called No Monster. And it was talking about how kids can handle the spirit of fear. And so what we're doing, we were speaking the word to fear so that we grow up without fear. That we grow up with faith. See, it's very simple when it comes to fear, if you hand me my prop. It's very simple. And this is a very simple prop to help you get the very simple point. When it comes to fear, stop it. Don't allow it, not a little bit, not an inch, stop it, stop fear in its tracks. So when it comes to fear, what do you need to do? When it comes to fear, what do you need to do? And especially, we have to watch out for our kids in October, because in Halloween, what are they doing? They're celebrating fear. So you, you already pay attention to everything you watch, but you're doubly paying attention. Because it could seem like a normal TV show, but all of a sudden, something crazy pops up. Like, no, we don't do this, You know, we watch you know, our kids, our apps. So a lot of them don't watch TV, they watch the iPad or their phone or whatever, and so you watch the app. You know, I saw one app that my kid likes to watch, uh, like to watch and then the Halloween thing kept on, I'm like, oh, I'll be so glad when this month is over. And so there'll be certain apps that, nope, you're not watching that. And now she's three, so she can stay with me. We don't do Halloween. We don't do that. We don't do ghosts. We don't do witches. We don't do warlocks. We don't do goblins. We don't do demons. No, we don't do that. No, that's not us. We don't do fear. We resist the fear. We don't allow the fear. Because fear is not a friend, it's an enemy. Fear is a chain, fear is an open door. And you need to be free from fear. Now, let me show you something else about fear. Revelation 21, verse 8. But the fear for what? The who? Some of you read the scripture already, so you kind of mumbled on that. So, what does it say again? Say, but the who? And the unbelieving and the abominable and the murderers and the whoremongers and the sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake that burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Who's the first group? The fearful. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be part of any group that burns forever. Atlanta is hot enough for me. I've been to the Middle East. I've lived in Texas. Atlanta's hot enough for me. I don't want to be with any group that burns forever. So I don't want to keep company with a group that is going to burn forever. Now, you might think, well, why would Jesus start out with the fearful? Another way that is translated is the cowardly. Why? There are some people who won't choose Jesus because they're cowards. They're fearful. They'd rather stay in their life of sin. They'd rather stay with the devil than make a stand and be brave for Jesus. So they know the truth, but they stay full of fear. And so because they choose to hang out with the devil— They end up with him. I don't want to be a part of any group that burns forever. You know, I'm tanned enough. I'm good. Fear is an enemy. Let's go to Romans 8. Fear is not something you play with handle. Romans 8, 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God, and if children then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, we shall also be glorified together. So when you are born again, you receive the Spirit of God. You receive the Holy Spirit living on the inside. Now, there is something after salvation called the baptism of the Holy Ghost where it comes upon you. But when you're born again, you receive the Spirit of God on the inside. And Paul points out you didn't receive the spirit of bondage or the spirit of slavery to fear.
0: So be- I'm going to stop that clip right there. Thank you so much for starting your day with me. Go ahead and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. I'll see you next time on Faith in the Morning. God bless.